Good morning. It's February 7th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Well, today is the day. It's the day that the Senate brings up the immigration bill that has been the subject of lengthy negotiations between a group of Republican and Democratic senators. The vote today will be on a motion to proceed, and it will require 60 votes. And if I were to make a guess right now, I would say it would fail to get that number. Knowing that, Chuck Schumer has decided to strip the border security measures from the bill and just try to pass a bill with aid to Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan. But first, he will hold a vote on the full bill, which is being done solely to give vulnerable Democrats, like John Tester, a chance to vote for border security. This is simply politics as usual in Washington. Now, here's the situation. Everyone knows the southern border of the United States is out of control. Estimates are between 10 and 12 million people have crossed the border illegally since Joe Biden took office. And something has to be done. And last year, when Republicans took control of the House, they passed a strong immigration bill. But that bill has languished in the Senate with no chance of being considered because it does not give the Democrats what they want. When people in the media tell you that Republicans have done nothing to solve the border crisis and are blocking the current effort, they're ignoring that the Democrats have blocked the Republican effort when H.R. 2 was sent to them last year. Now, in my opinion, the bill before the Senate is emblematic of when things are done wrongly in Congress. This bill was not negotiated in a committee where they held hearings, heard witnesses, and then brought forward a bill forward for amendments to be offered in committee. Instead, it was negotiated at the leadership level, and now they hope to bring the bill to the Senate floor with a take-it-or-leave-it approach. And it's my understanding they're not going to allow members to offer amendments, and that dooms the bill. I've discussed this bill in a previous podcast on Monday. I've had a chance to read through it and take a look at what it will do and what it will not do. There are some good things in the bill, and there are some bad things. The bill does something that needs to be done, and that is change how we grant amnesty in this country. At the current time, people can cross the border and say they're here to claim amnesty, and they're given a court date, which might be years out, then released somewhere in the country. The language in this bill would toughen the standards that they would have to show, including that there was a safe place in another part of the country where they came from, or there was a safe place in the country they traversed on their way to the U.S. border. They would have to show that their life was in danger had they remained in, say, Panama or Mexico. A part of the bill that the Republicans are objecting to allows up to 5,000 people to illegally cross the border each day before the executive branch, meaning Joe Biden, has to enact policies whereby they can be deported immediately. The language is vague on what happens to people who try to cross the border at a port of entry and claim asylum. Would they be allowed to come in and give a court date some five to ten years out? The bill also gives the executive branch, meaning whoever's the president, the ability to grant conditional numbers of people from certain countries to enter into the country. Republicans objected to that language as well. I think we should also look what has forced Democrats to actually come to the table and start negotiating an immigration bill. The actions of Governor Abbott of Texas, which has been sending migrants to sanctuary cities throughout the North, has caused chaos in those cities. They're spending millions of dollars attempting to take care of illegal migrants and depriving their own citizens of basic programs necessary for their well-being. In some cities, they're closing schools and recreation centers in order to house these migrants. They're using hotels and paying for it. In New York, they're proposing to give them a thousand a month to feed them. I think anyone paying attention to the news saw a group of illegal migrants attack New York City police officers, knocked them to the ground, and began kicking them. Those that were arrested were immediately let out without any bail, and they fled the city. News reports now say that some of them were arrested in Phoenix, and the taxpayers of New York paid for them to get to Phoenix. Even the governor of New York, 
Normally, a pro-immigration politician has questioned the district attorney in New York, Alvin Bragg, about why these migrants were let out on custody when they should have been at Rikers Island. Well, there's another striking development yesterday. The House Republicans failed in their attempt to impeach the Homeland Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. It came down to three Republicans voting no. Two of them had signaled early on they would vote no. That's Congressman Tom McClintock of California and Ken Buck of Colorado. But the dagger vote came from Congressman Mike Gallagher from Wisconsin. This resulted in a 215 to 215 tie. Well, Congressman Blake Moore of Utah switched his vote to no, but this was more of a procedural vote, which allows Republicans to bring the impeachment vote up again. And they will put tremendous, tremendous pressure on Mike Gallagher. I don't think the secretary's done a good job in securing the border, but impeaching him is a fool's errand since there's absolutely no chance of getting a conviction in the Senate. Secretary Marcus is only following the policy set for him by the White House. So if you want to blame somebody for the disaster at the border, blame the president, Joe Biden. This is not what the impeachment process was set up to do. To impeach cabinet secretaries simply because you disagree with them politically is setting a bad precedent. It would set up where people could do this on a routine basis. And as I said, the blame lies with Joe Biden and nobody else. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.